But to her, to see the final outcome, to know what is happening in that world. Now, I'm going to ask you to have your Bible pressed with you because I'm going to read this in Turn, if you will, to the book of 2 Peter, chapter 2. As we were dealing this morning, everybody turn here. As we were dealing this morning, you can start well. You can have a good beginning. But if you come to the place where you no longer believe what you want to do, we were talking about prayer, we were talking about the Word of God, but I want to read to you from the book of Second Peter, chapter 2. Turn to verse 20. For after, if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are again entangled again and overcome. The latter end is worse within than the beginning. We need to know this one thing. We are saved by the grace of God. We have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. That's a good beginning. That's how we are saved. But here Peter is giving a warning. Because after that they've come to know the Lord Jesus. If they overcome, the latter end is worse than the beginning. We're going to read several scriptures. Turn to First Timothy chapter four and verse one. I give you time to turn. We're next going to read from the book of Deuteronomy. First Timothy chapter four and verse one. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. Here are warnings from the Word of God. I declare to you that there is more apostasy in the church than we understand because we no longer believe what we once believed. In the book of Deuteronomy, next we're going to the book of Galatians. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, Begin reading with verse number six. If thy brother, the son of thy mother, or the son of the daughter, or the wife of thy bosom, or thy friend, which is as thine own soul, entice thee secretly, saying, Let us go and serve other gods which thou hast not known. There is an attempt of the devil to draw to the gods. How many of you, I'll ask you this, how many of you know the God of the Muslim? The God of the Muslim is Allah, and Allah's prophet is Muhammad. There's a lot of people in different nationalities, brothers and sisters, that you can tell from There's a lot of boys named Haitian, spelled the same way Jesus. There has been an outburst 
of people changing their names in America to Muhammad. Other names. A lot of them have been enticed and drawn to change their name. Brother Walsh used to preach. He said, when you have a dog, you name your dog Nero. But when you have a child, you name him David. Or you name him Joseph. There is a warning here in the book of Deuteronomy. I don't care if it's your brother. I don't care if it's your daughter. I don't care if it's your wife. I don't care if it's your friend. They may do it secretly. Let us serve all the gods. That is apostasy. Meaning, that has life in the true faith. No longer believe today what they once believed. I give everyone the same choice that Joshua gave. You choose today who you're going to serve. If you're going to follow Muhammad, if you're going to follow Allah, but know this one thing, that is a false God. That is not a true God. You school kids. You may not even know what that Muhammad means. You may not know what that Allah means. You may not know what that Muslim faith means. But I warn you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, do not in any way, do not at any time, do not let anything creep into your heart in your life. Except to dispel that. Reject that. You see, I have more faith in this generation of young people than a lot of people. They say, you can't talk to me about things like this. They know trigonometry. They know calculus. They're brilliant. They can operate social media. They're brilliant. They need to hear from their pastors on this unusual day of preaching that there is a man, there is a devil, there is an adversary, there is an antichrist. It is after your mind, after your soul, after your body, after your spirit. And it comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Go to the book of Galatians, chapter 1. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel under you other than that which we have preached unto you, let him be. You have to make the choice. You have to make the decision. But God's not willing that any man perish. Jesus intercedes for every soul. The Holy Spirit intercedes for every soul. It's not the will of God that any man would be lost. Make your choice. I'm telling you that this church is a church that believes in prayer. We'll be here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock for prayer This was a church that means there's only one way to salvation, and that's through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
We believe that every believer must be baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's what we preach. That's what we believe. That's what we insist on. So if anybody comes preaching any of the gospel, let him be first. Recognize it for what it is. I preached the message long years ago. We asked the question, how did you pick the church this year? You pick it because you like the music? Did you pick it because you like the building? What is it making? Some of the greatest saints I've ever met. Some of the greatest moves of God I've ever been in in I've been in that which was run down, unkept. I don't believe that's the will of God. I was preaching in Tennessee, Savannah, Tennessee. The auditorium was full. They had a Sunday school ring that went off this way from the church. That was packed. I'm telling you the truth. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm going to have to answer the God for every answer. They were standing out in the yard. The pastor, Brother Roberts, got up and asked the people in the church, we started having Sunday afternoon service. He asked the people of the church not to come to the Sunday afternoon service and allow the visitors to come to that service. But while I was there, I was asked to go preach in a community church. It did not belong to the Baptist or the Pentecostals in the Catholics. It was a bill. Anybody that wanted to go in there, pay a little white money, they asked me, would you go with us to that church and preach? I said, that's your word. So on a Sunday afternoon, after the afternoon service, and before our night service, I went to that church. God gave my witness, God above my head. There was a lostness that began. They asked me to preach. I knew I was going to preach, but I'm terrified of them that church. They hurt. You swear. I'm not allergic to it like a lot of people are. But I stood there in that rundown building. Nobody made sure that it was clean and properly fit for the service. I don't know when the last one was there. But I felt the move of God. I felt the same anointing of the Holy Spirit. Somewhere down the line. We may come back to the Bush Harbor days when you put a piece of wire over some bracing and lay leaves, branches on top of it. It was in such a meeting when Brother Clinton was preaching. And this Indian from the reservation of the Livingston walked up to him. I said, me, Pacho, Pacho can't look. Brother Clinton laid his hand on his head. The last time we saw that Indian, he was standing Brother John Thomas, Brother John Kelly, we were over that camp. There is a man in the altar. Brother Clinton prayed, prayed for him, and he began speaking in other tongues. Brother Clinton was in there. He told Brother John Thomas. Brother John said, this man speaking in tongues. They said, he can't. 
to believe? Why can Because he's a new, he's a dead priest. He's never spoken in his life. How I cry out to God. Put us under a brush water if you have to. Take us out of our comfort zone. But whatever you do, move again by your spirit. Move again in the church of Jesus Christ. You know why I pray that? That's my choice. I pray that by choice. Jim comes to me quite often. He says, Can I get the piano key open? There's a key that's not right. Jim, you know what? Thank you. You should have heard something from Andrew and Tamarins and attitude to talk that I've heard from my I prefer to my people. Choose. I'm asking you this night. What do you choose? Do you choose the God that will on the other side of the court? Do you choose the God of this world? Or do we choose the truth and the living God? There's a danger in all of this. In Hebrews chapter 6, begin reading this. It is impossible for those who are once enlightened and have tasted the good word of God if they shall fall away to restore it. That is a scripture that has troubled me greatly throughout my ministry. Until one day, because there is a sound of this reading that if you fall away, to cut off. But one day I believe God let me see something that needs to happen. He said, It is impossible to restore them to repentance. If a person will repent, if we will seek God, if we will confess, we have the righteous God, righteous judge, that is faithful to restore. Amen? I don't believe what God said, you can reach the place. Well, you cannot get that individual to repent. It is impossible to renew them and to repent. I don't know how long and how far God will allow people to go before they reach that point. I just know that somewhere out there in the economy, and it's up to God. With the devil, He's in the heavens with the devil, even though he is surrounded by spirits of God, walk with justice. I need to know what I'm going to But it enters into the devil's heart. I cannot find it duplicates. I cannot find it stated otherwise. He said, I will ascend. One thing, I can't guarantee you the things of God because I don't know how God's dealt with you. I don't know how many times God's dealt with you. He that is continually being what? Reproved and hardened his neck shall suddenly, suddenly be cut off. And that was that way. Somewhere out there with God, 
that I don't know where it's at, but there is a sudden and a man or a woman that will play with their soul, play with sin, as far as I'm concerned, or out of their mind. You never know. You never know. God said, My ways were taught by the earth, as the heavens are above the earth. And you'll never know. I've told you this for many times. Bear with me. I was preaching in my research. The first revival I preached after we buried my mother. I was in reviving the other cities of the land. I got called here from my grandmother's funeral. My mother died in her funeral, so I didn't go back to Grandma's funeral. I was preaching in my research. One night, I think it was a Saturday night, or something, just an ice cream circle, fellowship business. There was a man parking for a while in Ross Parking. I'd been introduced to his name was Richard. We were out in the dark, no no street lights, no parking lot lights, pitch dark. We run into each other, and I talked to Richard about his story. He said, I'm going to preach. I closed that revival on the Monday, on the Sunday night. I went down to the bank to cash my check on the Monday. And the lady that played piano here in the church was a tool in that bank. And I asked her, I said, How did Brother Holloway do it? Well, she said, You don't know. I said, Yes, sir. She said, Richard went to Louisiana. She said, He's going to told his wife, he said, before I return to God, what he told me, before I give my life to God, I'm going to go to Louisiana and meet the Lord. And I'm going to get you up there with me. Or I'm going to take one with the Lord. On the way back, he went up on a flatbed truck with the capital and went to heaven. He that is being reproved. And the harder his neck shall suddenly be cut off that without end. In the book of Psalm, is Psalm, the wisest man that ever lived on this earth said, Because God does not execute judgment speedily, it is in the heart of man to continue to do evil. That means because God doesn't cut it off immediately. People just keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Because judgment has not been executed because we've turned our hearts to serve other gods. I read it to you. Now you hold on to that thought. It doesn't mean that there's no judgment coming. In Matthew 24, 10, And then tell many be offended, and shall betray one another, shall hate one another. Again, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 26. For if we sin willfully, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sin. This is not trouble. But I was persuaded, I preached on the Holy Spirit, about six churches. Before that, I preached on Jesus Christ. But God said, cry out loud, spare not, 
when Paul asked God to make him an able minister of the New Testament, I believe God gave him the Holy Spirit. For if we say willfully, I can even receive the knowledge of the truth. 2 chapter 3, 1 verses 1 to 9. Know that in the last days, perilous times will come. 2 Peter chapter 3. I know you're not trying to follow the Lord. Let me read into Second Peter three seventeen. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest ye also be led away in error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. I come on this off of my iPad that I'm reading today. Some of this, I put it in there, everything has to be King James. If I'm reading something, otherwise you understand what it is. In the book of Luke chapter 8, they only walk, they would, when they near receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which grow wide of the knees, and in time of temptation fall away. I'm giving you a wealth of scripture to tell you that when Joshua said, make your choice, you must make your choice with an understanding and a clear revelation of God's word. Second Thessalonians 2. Let no man deceive you by any means. Except that they will not come, except they come and fall in the way first. And that man is saying, Do you do? Second Timothy chapter 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, some will heap to themselves teachers according to convenience. First Timothy 4. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. And doctrine of Hebrews 3. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Matthew 24. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of men shall wax cold. John 6. From that time, many of his disciples went back. And walk no more with me. I'm telling you that I'm not preaching to you just for information. I'm preaching to you as it was with David by word and by him in my heart that I might not say it is. It's a shame that person agrees, it grieves the strength of. Spirit of God, if it is not a sin against you, if you do not read your Bible, tell a friend of you, do you still do this? It is frightening days, frightening times. Let me say this about politics, because I look at it differently most of the time. I look at it as a wonderful. God said, do you see the things you want? I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent. I don't care who you are. You're sure you're going to find who you are. 
That's not just for the church. That's not just for the believer. That is for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Be sure you are sure we're finding out. Be sure, Mr. Republican, Mr. Democrat, Mr. Independent, you're going to stand before God and give an account for everything you've done in this life. That's the reason. I don't jump on everybody's bandwagon about all of these problems. God called me to be a preacher. He called me to sound the alarm. That goes for the church member. That goes for that woman on the outside. I heard on the news yesterday that there have been 900 requests for people that want to react to this upcoming inauguration. I heard on the news today, or yesterday, that there is one group that has chartered 1,100 buses to get their people. This nation has left the God of our We have left the God of our We have left the writers of the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights. So don't be shocked when the anarchy is in our street. Hello? Jesus wept over the streets of Jerusalem. Because they would not repent. Do you think God is going to weep over Jerusalem over the lack of repentance and not judgment? We need God. If my people were to call by my name and humble themselves and pray, keep my faith, come from their multitudes. I will heal from heaven. I will heal from heaven. Not them, it's us. Then we see. Then we go to Angela's people at one time. Full strength. That's where Angus is about to be. Did you there when you were there? In the city of Los Angeles, back in the day of Angus is about to be. The city council would go to her office and they would. Tell her, we want you to read these bills that we're considering for making them laws in Los Angeles. The first class lesson. Why do you care what I'm asking? They said, because we know that you pray and we know that God answers your prayer. We do not want you praying against you. True story. True story. There was a God. They heard the prayer of a preacher woman to such an extent that the people that run that vast city did not want her praying against them. What has this spiritual apostasy brought us to? It has brought us to denying God. It has brought us to doing things our own way. There's no other explanation for things that change. I go explanation, other explanation for those who need to hear the truth. 
and to the new Lord of God tonight. And I give you this word of God with this caveat. You serve who you want to serve. If you choose to live after this world, the flesh, and the devil, then we're not going to permit you to bring that in here as a lifestyle. I'm going to have to pick this up on a long time. Probably next time. The going fall of the nation of the people begins in idolatry. It begins when we turn away from the living God. People are going to say, we don't have any idols. What are you talking about? Let me give you a definition of an idol. A representation or symbol of an act, object of worship, broadly a false God in your million Webster dictionary. That definition, a representation or symbol of an object of worship, broadly a false God. He said, we shall have no other gods before me. We have people in the world, in the church, they say God is the mighty God. They want money. Get your money, but it's going to perish. But not only it, but your money perish with There are people that have made sex a God. There is no fear of God in this generation. We live by the measure. If it feels good, do it. If it feels that I want it, I'm going to take it. We still serve a holy God. And this church is going to stand for holiness. This church is going to stand for godliness and the ways of God. We're not going to put up with the poverty because it is the color of our enemy crowd. The only politics we're going to listen to is that which is done as a righteous life. Thank you, dear. As a righteous life to God. be true, and every man be a liar. Anything, and I say, all the musicians come. Anything that you give yourself to. Listen to me, young people. Listen to me, moms and dads. Anything that takes your energy and your time away from worship and prayer and government, God is going to condemn it. It's been difficult today. I've known that this morning before I ever started. As a matter of fact, I've known that last Wednesday night. And I've dealt with false prophets. I'm going to bring that into this for a moment. Peter gave a warning. I'm telling you, you listen to me. Don't you believe what other people tell you? Don't you even believe what I tell you unless you go to the Word of God? Like a deal with a dream. Don't believe it because it's on television. Don't believe it because it's rich. Don't believe it because it's television. You only accept one thing. And that's earth is those things that do not matter. It's a frightening thing. A frightening thing. It was a frightening thing. I've had two pastors in my life. To fill these men of God. 
I can tell you as a person, one day, I'm a boy, I'm glad God gave me a good memory. These things preserve me now. I remember when I was a boy, I always sat on the front seat. And the pastor was leading this conference. I believe I was part of it. He made some song up. And I heard him say this. Follow me as long as I follow Christ. But let this be an example. You do not follow me as I make a mistake. And I'm sure that I don't remember how that goes. Brother Clayton was the greatest man of God I ever knew. He was my father in law for like over 43 years. Although I didn't really know him, I never called him Pop. I never called him Bert. I called him Brother Clayton. I called him Brother Clayton. From the day I met him until I was in his house just 15 minutes before. I'm telling you, don't you follow him because you like him. You have no reason to like anyone unless they're telling him the word of God. You have no right before God to include anyone in your life unless they are No longer believe what you want to believe. What the musicians tell you. I read this this morning too. Allow me to read it to you. From the book of Matthew chapter 22. Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the laws in the prophets. I'm glad. I'm glad. God is faithful to me. And I know maybe the only one as an example of my condition. But God has given me a love for his grace. God has given me a love for his service and his work. Every time I come in this church, sit on this floor, I have a major admiration that I can't walk. And others walk. I can get and hold. But as I said the other day, God spoke to me in that fellowship hall, taking over from from the fifth chapter of the book of First Peter, walking in Baptist Church, taking over from not by constraint but will, not for filthy equal state, and when the great sickness comes. Been a lot of times for my sensitivity to whatever that I do have. It would have been easier for me to leave, but always in my heart and in the back of my mind, 
God told you to take it. He told you, if I told you, you better, you better know what to do. You better know what to do. After that last point, when my head went through my I could not get in this church. And I could come to church and sit over there by my life. I remember, this has been almost four years ago, I remember the choir saying that song. You sang it here, I think, last Sunday. What's your name, brother? I think it's a name. It's important that you sing it. They sang that song. I come straight to my feet. They were singing they struck a chord. It's always been this point in the spirit of this life. Maybe it had been known in a certain bright spirit. But when I hear it, <laughs> when I read this word, when I feel it, what an anointed song service. What an anointing song service we have this morning. You can feel the power of God all over this place. What I'm telling you is this is what I see. I see Jesus Christ. I see Him in the things that I love. I see Him in the things that I don't love. That works against it. I choose him. I choose nothing in the world. There's nothing in it. First of all, riches. Not as entertainment. Not as riches. Just 